Hey everyone and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So today's episode is an episode I wanted to record for a while but it's kind of been prompted to me by a conversation that I had with someone a little while ago and it was kind of chatting through DMs and kind of having a chat with them about kind of when was the perfect time to start? Was it going to be after Christmas? Was it going to be... They were just kind of putting it off. Um, and they're asking about coaching. And then we got chatting a little bit more. And we were kind of trying to figure out what, what was the right fit for them. And what I kind of said to them, after we kind of humming and hawing, was it going to be the group coaching that started today? Or was it going to be moving to one-to-one? And... I just said I'm going to leave it with you rather than trying to push and push and push and push which isn't my style anyway I kind of felt from what they were saying was that they were away they have a decent bit of travel to do and that Christmas is kind of coming up and there was loads of nights out and I was thinking in my head okay so this person is lost and if you think about it, how many times you've actually wanted to do something but held it off because it wasn't the right time. I see this all the time when people are looking to lose weight or start saving money or when they're looking to improve their health they get started in the gym. Some of the sense that come out, I'll wait until after Christmas. I'll wait until the kids go back to school. I'll wait until things settle down. I'll wait until things are in a better place financially. And, and there's a lot more. There was the old one of, I'll wait until COVID or lockdown passes. The truth is, people who think like this never get started on anything. They spend their whole life wanting and waiting for the right time. So when I talk about like the perfect time, for looking to lose weight or look after your health. Is there a perfect time? Yes. Are there worse times? Yes. So some of those worst times can be when there's a bereavement or grief in the family or where there's a traumatic event happening or has happened in the past and maybe you need to go talk to a mental health professional. Now I've had calls in my five and a half years in business where I've had to turn the person away and saying this could be better for you by going to talk to someone rather than taking their money. And I know for a fact that someone else took their money afterwards. And they messaged me after and saying thank you for not taking my money because I wasn't ready yet. That person saw me being vulnerable and they took my money. Now that might not be a great business model by me. But it helps to understand where someone is at. Meet them at their level. Have open and honest conversations with them. And in fact, many people hold themselves look to kind of from losing, from look at, hold themselves back from losing weight for good, and getting the transformation that they want, or feeling that confidence or, or, or desire that they want, or the lifestyle they want, because they're waiting for that perfect time. Now, are there are better times? Do I believe there's a perfect time? Yes, for some. But for the majority of people, they just probably need to do something. Like if you have, unfortunately, what happens for an awful lot of people is they don't change anything until they're uncomfortable or too uncomfortable. When it gets to a health scare, whether it gets to how they saw themselves in a photo, whether they got a comment, whatever it may be. But not 
by waiting for the, the right time or this perfect time, you're going to be more miserable for longer. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be happy by having, by being heavier. That's not what I'm saying. You're missing the point entirely with what I'm saying. But what I am saying is if you feel, felt uncomfortable in your skin for a while and you've been putting it off for 10 or 20 years, you become more frustrated with things. You'll become a lot more resentful about things and to other people. You'll start to believe certain stories about you. You'll start to believe certain things about you and become the truth. So why do people wait for the right time? It's not uncommon. As I said, people wait for the right time to start lots of things, including their weight loss journey, a project at school, a college degree, whatever it may be. The biggest factor that holds people back and prevents them from taking action is mainly fear. And fear as an acronym means false evidence appearing real. So that's fear equals false evidence appearing real. I cannot remember where I heard that, but it's always been in my head. So fear is a normal normal human reaction. It's a survival mechanism. It's there to protect us, to alert us. And it's from an evolutionary, from an evolutionary perspective, it's there. It's vital in keeping us alive. But unfortunately, fear can also keep a lot of people stuck. Even in circumstances and situations that are, are uncomfortable or difficult. When it comes to weight loss, fear can really show up in a number of different ways. We fear of success. We fear of failure. We fear of a lot of different things. But fear of failure is one of the big ones that I kind of look at and look at when we work with clients. But there's another, another few as well. Fear of failure is a massive factor that keeps people stuck in their own ways. Many people don't believe they can lose weight successfully or that they deserve, they, that, that they deserve to even lose the weight. Plus, they also worry about being judged by other people in case they don't succeed at losing weight. A lot of people rely on willpower and afraid of losing motivation, falling off the wagon in inverted commas, even though there's no such thing as the wagon. And what this failure means about them, example, they're worthless, they're stupid, they're hopeless, they're a failure. Now, I know those sentences have been said by many people listening to this podcast. Some people may also be afraid of dealing with the emotions of regaining the weight after sacrificing so much. Going on these silly extreme diets and working so hard to lose that weight in vain. Ending afraid of investing in themselves because they've wasted so much money on previous other things. The shame and embarrassment about failing at weight loss can also be enough to stop people from taking any action going forward. So they avoid it altogether as a way to protect themselves from pain. But if I like look and dilute and dissect that fear of failure. The big things we have to focus on is one of the big sentences I said at the beginning was many people don't believe they can lose weight successfully or that they even deserve to lose weight. But that's a belief system and that's being created by you by environment, by culture, by trauma, by grief, by bullying, by family members saying something about you by your weight. We're worried about being judged by other people in case they don't succeed at losing weight. But if you think about it logically, a lot of people don't act logically and lack perspective and react emotionally when it comes to weight loss and food. Nutrition and weight loss is easy. What complicates it is emotion and lack of perspective. But a lot of people are afraid of what other people are going to think. But if we think about it logically, do we, re- do we really think that Karen in the office is going to start making comments on you? Or Tara, who you've never met in your life, is really analysing you for what you do? Or have we created this story as a way to protect ourselves, as a way to control things? 
that if we control not doing anything, we control ourselves against fear of judgment from other people. We control the narrative. We control what people are going to say. But then does that not come at a cost? It also comes at a little bit of a level of arrogance that we think that everyone else is caring about what we do on a daily basis if we think about it. And then when we don't act on the way that we think we want to, or the way we should, we come up with sentences like we're worthless, stupid, hopeless, failure, whatever it may be. But we also think that in order to lose weight, we need to be motivated all the time or we need to rely on willpower all the time. That's not the case. Motivation starts the engine. It turns the key, starts the engine. But you've got to drive it somewhere. And motivation isn't really a thing. If you think about it, it's often your mood. How often does your, when your mood drops, you stop? AKA, you lack perspective. It's more emotional reaction. You've had a bad day, you may have overeaten, and then you stop completely. That's not what, what gets people to where they want to go. That's putting a judgment to yourself. So for someone who's looking for control, you're judging yourself before anyone can get there. So you feel like a failure, you feel lost, you feel judged. So we go inwards and we look at the main coping mechanism that's been there for our life since we've been born, which is food. Food is the one comfort that we've we've had. And food is the one comfort that we that we bring with us wherever we go. Because it's never left us. People will leave us. Loved ones will leave us. But food has never left anyone. It's always going to be there. But a lot of people try to go for these quick fix approaches, these aggressive approaches, these restrictive approaches, thinking this time it's going to be different. It won't be. Why? Because you haven't looked at your behaviours, your habits, your belief systems around food. And I got a message from a client this morning and this kind of prompted this kind of little mini rant in this episode. This wasn't planned. And she was saying every other approach that I've ever tried never looked at any of this and I wonder why I couldn't keep it off. Now that client is down about 10 kg, 22 pounds and about 41 centimetres, which is about the width of about just under seven apples about under six apples the width of six apples put together side by side now that hasn't been a quick fix that's been over a five six month period but that person has had nights out has meals out has got rid of food guilt is aware of why they do things why they don't do things they haven't nailed the training sessions every single week they haven't gone for a walk every single day They've probably gone to the gym twice a week on average and they've gone for about four walks in their week. They've looked at what was causing the stress and it was something else going on. It was often work. So we were were strict on our boundaries and we actually ended up getting another job. Why? Because we felt more confident in ourselves knowing that we could do this and we control this outcome. We actually had a knock-on effect in other areas of our life. And I also got a message from the same client saying that now that that her partner is starting to recognize and they're having a lot more fun if you catch my drift. So that confidence goes across the area and they're also that that same client has had comments made by their kids. That they're able to play with their kids a lot more, that they're able to make memories with their kids a lot more, that they're able to go out for their meals without mom's on another diet. Those sentences can hurt. And I know someone listening to this, that's going to resonate with you. We need to look at it from a a point of view of, at least the next point is, fear of hard work. Losing weight is easy as a concept, but it isn't easy because we lack perspective. Losing weight and keeping it off for good is even harder. 
because this requires you to address the key reasons why over maybe you became overweight maybe you gained weight in the past and you need to address the habits it means confronting fears it means getting uncomfortable about truths about yourself and let it go of these crutches that you have around you but unless you change your habits you'll never be able to lose weight for good like everyone can lose weight everyone who's listened to this probably has lost weight but why do we struggle to keep it off because we either go for two extreme diets rigid diets diet mentality self-worth mental health trauma grief not aware of why we're doing things and we may have this diet mindset and diet mindset is, is strongly linked to immediate results lack of flexibility and that all or nothing mindset or approach and people with a diet mindset want results now and believe that to get them they need to be give 100 percent, and they're not allowed to do anything off track it's like on plan off plan mentality but there's the issue there's no middle ground somewhere in the middle is going to direct you further than the two extremes that you keep going for and those two extremes that you keep going for lead you to mass destruction every single time it's a perfect way to end a mass destruction and that all or nothing mindset is left by perfection and perfection is the inability to accept that you are human it's the inability to accept that you will overeat there will be times that you don't get your protein in every day there will be times where you don't train two or three times a week there will be times you don't get your sleep there will be times that you don't say what you should, what you're going to do and don't get achieve it there will be times where you have lower mood days but the perfect days that you think you should have are very very few and far between i would say out of I'd say in the last two weeks, because the weather changed, it's a little bit darker, it's a little bit harder to get up for the walk in the morning, not going to lie. I spent an extra 15 minutes in bed, home and home this morning, to try would I go for a walk. And then I was just like, you know what, Shane, just get up for a walk. Just count to three, three, two, one, and jumped out of the bed. And God, did I feel better for it when I came back. I felt great knowing that I got out. I got to see the sunrise as well, which was amazing. And that kind of gets you a little bit more upbeat. It helps your mental health. But people, when it comes to weight loss, people believe that they need to be, they need to be eating clean all the time or following a meal plan, meal plan perfectly. They can't have their meals out. There's the issue. Your definition of dieting is misery, is restriction, is rigid. It's very black and white. There's no middle ground. They believe that you're, when you're trying to lose weight that you'll miss out on special occasions, that you can't have your drinks out, you can't have Christmas, you can't have birthdays, you can't have holidays. But these things crop up. I haven't met a client yet that hasn't had one of these events. That hasn't had some sort of thing kind of crop up for them. And the whole point of what I try to do is I try to teach you to have how to navigate this, to have a life and still get your goal. But most people think that they can't have these things. Oh, I'm on a diet, so I'm going to have chicken Caesar salad. Well, Sharon, whoever's listening to this, chicken Caesar salads are worth a hell of a lot more calories than if you had actually gone for the food that you wanted in the first place. They're probably about 1,000 or 1,100 or 1,200 calories. You could have been better off having something that you really, really wanted to do in the first place. That's me being honest. If you want the chicken Caesar salad, you enjoy it, but don't get it because you're on a diet. You're making it harder. I know it's one meal in a, in a week or whatever it may be. But too many people focusing on one meal think that's going to derail them. That's not what derails people. It's the, it's the actions afterwards. 
it's the significant actions afterwards. And the fear of missing out is why people say they'll wait until after Christmas. They're waiting in truth. What they're really, really waiting for is is a convenient time and motivation. Willpower is probably at its highest. They've usually made a probably pretty stupid New Year's resolution. And towards the end of winter, they know that summer's on the way. So they believe they'll be able to stick to something for 6 to 12 weeks. The truth is that you don't have to eat perfectly to lose weight. You don't have to have every meal planned. You don't have to have every single meal perfect. My job is to show you how to eat. Educate what works for you. Eat the food you love. Enjoy all those special occasions. Develop a decent relationship with food. Drop food guilt. Still lose weight and keep it off. That's the truth. Another thing that's directed by things is perfectionism. The perfectionist is someone who believes that they get everything right all the time. But and if they don't, then they failed. Well, if you think about it, it's a level of arrogance again that you're not allowed to mess up. Perfection is built on this premise of that I have to get something right every single time. But that comes from a piece of control or fear of judgment, probably from parents. Probably from if I don't work hard enough or I don't get good enough grades built up as a kid or comments were made. That you feel you need to add or match up to that. The perfectionists will tend to wait until they get all their ducks in a row before taking any action on something. But if you think about it, your ducks are never in a row, realistically. There's always something. Busy at work, holidays, trips away, kids get sick. The perfectionists will wait until everything is, well, perfect before getting started. But it's not going to work. I will always say you are better off having 52 imperfect weeks rather than six perfect weeks. The difference between someone who has six perfect weeks and the difference between someone who has 52 imperfect weeks, the 52 imperfect weeks will, will be a lot stronger mentally, physically and a lot stronger with their relationship with food. Therefore, being able to keep it weights off. That's me being honest. Those who look longer term often get the results. Like I know I've got a six week program. But in that program I don't promise miracles. I don't promise instant results. My job in that is to educate you. On how to get rid of that all or nothing mindset. And that's the truth. I'm not going to sit here and say. You're going to lose X amount of weight in six weeks. And I know in January it's moving to eight weeks. And you'll be able to find out first when that happens, when the the January launch happens on Black Friday. There's going to be a special sign-up day for people to get it at a lower price. Black Friday is when you'll be able to sign up for January, get your first name on the seat and be able to know that you are going to be looked after properly in January. And you know that you'll be able to say, right, I've, I've signed up for this. This is my me time. This is what I'm doing for myself in 2024. I'm sorting this shit out once and for all. Because if you look back at last Christmas, or January and December and November last year. You were saying this time's going to be different. But nothing's changed for you. Nothing has changed. Your, maybe your relationship with food hasn't improved. Maybe you've got, still got food guilt. Maybe you're still feeling uncomfortable in your clothes. Maybe you're not feeling great mentally or physically. But nothing has changed if nothing changes. So we need to look at what can we do? And people keep procrastinating. A lot of people keep putting things off because they're procrastinators or they identify as procrastinators. 
it's not a sign of laziness, I can assure you of that. But it's normally a sign of low self-worth. And many people define their self-worth or value by their productivity, their achievements, their bank balances, their accomplishments, their capabilities. And procrastination is often is often built on a product of fear of failure or not being good at something because their self-worth or value depends on it. So why try? If I'm going to fail, what's the point? It's a protection mechanism. And these people may also be afraid of the work involved in losing weight and worried about how they'll actually cope if they fail. There can also be a complacency element of it. People also wait to take action because they're they're in a place called this like no man's land, I would say. I don't want to bring genders into it, but that's what I call it. So, yeah, um, on no people's land, whatever you want to call it. They're not really happy with themselves or their weight, but they're not in enough pain to take any action and do something about it. But that, that, but that can be a slippery slope. You can go escalate into one or the other quite quickly. And it's like putting a frog into a pot of water. Put the frog into boiling water and it will jump out straight away because the pain is too great. However, if you put the frog in a pond of cold water and slowly bring it to the boil, by the time the frog realizes it's getting too hot, it's too late. People who are complacent often try to justify their complacency by telling themselves they're happy or they're happy or they're not as bad as other people. Another thing can be look at low self-worth. Some people put off doing something about their solo, their low self worth because they don't, simply don't believe they're worth they're inve- worth investing in. Why? Because not believing we're worth the investment, the time, the energy, the money to lose it means that they'll continue to do what they've always done. Any attempt to lose weight would involve cheap fad diets, cheap crappy pieces of paper that people call a meal plan, and quick fix solutions because that's what we feel we deserve. We don't feel we're deserving of proper investment now i know finance is a massive factor for a lot of people i'm not sitting here on an ivory tower i know people are struggling right now i'm not stupid however these quick fix solutions cheap fad diets that people keep going like fad diet means food avoidance diet they simply don't work they simply don't work this lack of self-worth is what keeps people stuck to stuck their whole lives They believe they're not worthy of achieving their goal because someone said something when they were a kid. They maybe call them a certain word or fat or ugly or a pig or something. And then they've latched onto it. It's it's repeated to them over and over and over again. So they feel that if that person keeps repeating it, then it must be true. And it knocks on the confidence and knocks on the confidence. But what makes that person's opinion more valid than yours? What makes that person right? You can't prove that that person's right. Everyone has an opinion. Opinions are like our souls. Everyone has them. The other thing people need to realize is weight loss is never about food or exercise. And too many people think that they have plenty of time to address their weight because they believe that weight loss is just a matter of using willpower. It's a matter of using motivation to focus on their their food and exercise. That they can get this amazing result in 6 to 12 weeks. Yes, people can get great results in 6 to 12 weeks. But an amazing result to me is what they do afterwards. Yes, the transformation photos that you see up on. I'm, I'm even thinking about stop doing transformation photos and posting them, to be honest with you. 
because some people can feel a pressure of I need to look like that in order to feel like that and it's something that I'm ba- trying to balance in my head at the minute it's a great advertising tool because it shows of the work that I can do with my clients but also it's harder to show the work that I do with my clients who have been restricted all their lives and have improved relationship with food and their their, their parents their kids have got their, their, their moms or dads back it's harder for me to show that transformation but that's why I try to do the client episodes and that's why we've got a client episode coming out I think towards the end of the week that's why we've got one coming up it's not about a transformation photo it's about a transformation of, of the mind and when I talk about this client this client's been with me for a while and to say that I'm extremely proud. I know she listens to the podcast. And I know she knows I'm talking about it. And I'm gonna, we're going to talk about it. As much as we can. But the simple truth is. That weight loss is never about. Food or exercise. But time and again. People keep focusing on nutrition and fitness. To solve their weight problems. They keep doing. The other things that aren't going to bring them any closer. People don't have weight problems. They have mindset problems. They have habit problems. They have belief problems. They have fear problems. They have traumas. They have grievances. They have loads of different things in their life. They have lack of awareness. And this ends up ends up in culmination of putting on weight. And that means when that to lose weight, they need to address their personal issues. But this isn't sexy. I can't sell that in a program. You can't address your personal issues in 6 to 12 weeks. You can address a lot of it, depending on the coach and if they know what they're talking about, which is a different rant altogether. And by following a diet or attending a boot camp. And you certainly can't do it if you only work on it when their time is right. You don't look after your kids when you feel like it. You don't go to work when you feel like it. Why? Because there's leverage. If you only do things when you feel like it, you're not going to get anywhere fast. Like I, I was putting off for about an hour recording this episode today. I even went to the shop, got a bit more food because I needed a few little bits and pieces for for football. And I was putting it off, and I was like, "Right, I'm gonna go to the shop." And as soon as I get back from the shop, after clearing my head, I'll be have a lot. I'll be a lot more alert, having got fresh air. And I was right. It's what I needed. I wait. I needed a break from sitting at the desk just to get out of the house and to go out and do something but if i if i waited for that time to be right all the time it would never happen i could easily sat here all day on the false promise to myself that i was going to record the episode it was my only half an hour about 45 minutes what i blocked out booked out for to do record this episode and i know if i didn't do it in that 45 minutes it wasn't going to get done this week because the time is too tight I know next week and the two weeks after that is just mayhem. November is mayhem. And if we only do things in the time is right, you'll have trouble being consistent. And that's that dirty C word that people don't like to hear when it comes to weight loss. The difference between people who get the results they're looking for and a result to me is no food guilt, better relationship with food, Knowing that it's not about losing weight and more about understanding yourself. Now that sounds wishy-washy to you, but I've changed my premise and I've changed my values. I've changed my 
mechanisms a lot i do things a little bit differently to other coaches other coaches will just give you a generic meal plan what's well, not even a coach giving you a meal plan it's an idiot it's laziness and you wonder why you can't stick with it no wonder your willpower goes down no wonder your motivation can't be relied on no wonder you beat yourself up and your self-worth goes down because you've been given a generic piece of crap that your pt just googled and you wonder why it chips away at your confidence it's time to actually stop ditching it's time to stop to we actually need to stop that start stop ditch cycle and ditching that we need to ditch that start 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 stop cycle easy for me to say but if you want to lose weight for good you need to start doing that you need to start stopping start stopping all the time it takes more energy to start if you think of the analogy right now, if you pushing a boulder up the hill, most of you are at the bottom of the hill trying to push that boulder up. It's not moving very fast. But most people will give up when anything ramps up. There's a bump in the road. There's a bump in the hill. Water comes down or something else comes up. A bump in the road comes in. Most of you will give up then. But a lot of people who I see are the, the, the ones who are the survivors, the ones that are clear on their why know why they want to do something and are fed up with listening to their own bs in their heads i don't want to understand want to get their values right are actually wanting to take action rather than wanting running away from it are the ones that keep pushing that boulder up the hill and then they get to the top and then it just rolls down and then they get momentum motivation won't bring you to your goal that's fact motivation is starting the engine in the car and then you're sitting there with your car running that's essentially what it is That's what it is. You can't keep running away from your shit. It gets too tiring eventually. If you are really, really struggling with your mental health, please, please, please go and talk to someone. There's amazing resources. There's amazing people out there. There's better help. Better help is a great tool for people if they want to use it. The truth is the habits that are causing you to wait for the right time right time are the same habits that are causing you to be not feeling comfortable in yourself right now. That means no long waiting no longer to take any action. Because the longer you're going to feel unhappy if you continue the way you are. And the only way to lose weight for good is to consistently work on little chips away at yourself. Address these habits. Working on the habits that maybe brought you away from where you want to go. It requires being clear on your goal. It requires being maybe working closely with a coach who understands you and believes you and believes in you. Even if you don't want to check in, that's you protecting yourself against judgment, but it's actually projecting judgment from yourself onto the coach when you don't check in. And sometimes maybe the check-in process can be a little bit long, a little bit tedious, and maybe say that to the coach. And I know one of my clients went, who was with me, who actually did the podcast episode, I'm really, really good pals with now. We've become too pally, so we can't work together. Because I don't really, I don't work with friends. So she went to another coach and she was like, didn't feel listened to. Didn't feel listened to. Took ages to get a response, even though they were like, lean on me. 
took a week to get a reply and I was like that's not coaching and she just said to me like I don't think what her words were to me was the level of time and effort that you give to people is crazy the mental power that you give to people is crazy and then she she answered back sometimes I don't understand why people can hide away from this yeah it can be uncomfortable don't get me wrong but from her to who has walked through it her goal has completely changed now she wanted to get strong as hell and I kind of point her in the direction of someone else that wasn't that coach because once you address the habits the beliefs it takes care of itself the longer you wait to address the habits the longer it will take you the longer you wait to start the longer it will take you and maybe you've waited 30 years already so what's another six months what's another year why bother the quicker you get started the quicker you'll begin to see results the quicker you feel more comfortable in your clothes the quicker you'll have a better relationship with food the quicker you'll achieve confidence the quicker you'll achieve the body and the, that you desire and want right now unfortunately too many people will tell themselves that they'll address their weight issues one day but if you take this like many people unfortunately and i put it off for a while that 10 20 or 30 years can go by i hear from clients all the time when they first started i have tried to lose weight for it since i was for like 10 15 20 30 years and they're nowhere closer because nothing's ever changed they come to me desperate they come to me unhappy and they feel lost they don't know who to trust they can't trust themselves they don't know who to trust because they've been burnt before You're, if you want results you're probably going to have to do things a little bit differently than you've done before and that means taking action instead of waiting for the right time because if nothing changes nothing's going to change and to see the value of taking action investing in yourself you need to look at who is the right fit for you what coach message aligns with you how are they going to look after you how many check-ins how much contact do you get during the week you can either keep waiting for the right time or you can set the, the marker on the or you can set the, the ball rolling and click on the link in the show notes right now and book a call you can pop me an email we can have a chat if you have any questions or pop me a dm you can simply take that leap of faith invest in yourself today because the choice is yours ultimately you can either stay where you are or you can be like that frog in water so if you're interested in working with me one to one for the and start going before Christmas, click on the link in the show notes and we'll jump on a one to one free one to one call. And I hope to see you there. Hopefully this episode has helped you. And hopefully you've enjoyed it. If it has, please tag a friend, please leave a review up on iTunes and up on Spotify. And I hope that you've enjoyed to listen to the podcast today. So thank you so much.